What does the cleaning industry really talk about? Beyond Clean with Ace is a podcast to explore just that. Now in its sixth season, Beyond Clean with Ace has hosted hundreds of influencers from around the globe. Listen to people who are excited about providing healthy, positive, and proactive information. Share their experiences, passions, and helpful tips. Now let's join our host, Dave Thompson, Director for the Academy of Cleaning Excellence, as he speaks with yet another leading influencer from our industry. Good morning, everyone. This is Dave Thompson. I am your host here at Beyond Clean with Ace. And yes, if you're listening to us today, it is season six. It is, you know, I don't know about you, but it is hard for me to believe that we have already went through five complete years of Beyond Clean. You know, out of, a, out of the mind of a few people, a concept arose, and here we are, season six. Uh, it is January. It's probably colder somewhere than it normally is in July. But we won't, this isn't a show about weather. This is a show about well-inspiring people. And you know what? I always tell people, the show is called Beyond Clean for a reason. We don't talk just about cleaning. And to that point, I have a lady from, well, a little further north than me. Um, Jennifer, if we've got everything ready to go, you should be live on the air with us here at Beyond Clean. And please let me know you are. I am here, and thanks again for the opportunity. Jennifer has some, in, well, some interesting thoughts. And, and, and if you saw the, um, the preface of the show, it says the importance of labels. <laughs> yeah, well, if any of you have listened to me over the last five years, you know that me and labels and reading, you know, words make a difference. So, Jennifer... Uh, let's catch everybody up with who you are, what your passion is, and why are we talking today? Oh, absolutely. So, I, as, as you mentioned, I'm a little further north. I live in um, Ontario, Canada, and I have been in the fitness world. Uh, that's really my passion. I've worked part-time as a personal trainer, fitness instructor, yoga, um, a breathwork coach, and that's sort of always been my, my side passion. I'm also a career coach, um, however, in May of 2019, I, I was 43 and I was diagnosed with breast cancer. And fortunately, I had, you know, the healthy habits in place with being a fitness instructor. I ate well, I got enough sleep, I used my yoga, got outside, handled my stress. Yet cancer affects, uh, whether it's affected us, it, we all know of someone that it has. So Fast forward, now we're two and a half years along. Um, I have had five surgeries, 18 months of treatments, and a total of three tumors. So what we thought was early stages um, of cancer and something quite simple, it, it had turned into a longer journey than we all expected. Uh, that said, it also led me to this new passion project of um, educating people on reading labels. Um, what I learned when I got was diagnosed with my third tumor, I started spending a little bit more time <laughs> talking to people <laughs> on preventative health, so to speak. So, All of a sudden, the radar went up for Jennifer, I think, folks. I mean, you know, and, and, and this is life, right, Jennifer? I mean, 
all of a sudden we start paying attention to what we probably should have been paying attention to all along? Oh my goodness. Absolutely. And if I, you know, if I knew what I have learned over the last year, 20 years ago, gosh, I would have been ahead of the game and, and who knows, could have prevented my diagnosis, but that's, that's again, something that we, 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 we don't know, but yeah, everything's in hindsight, right? Well, you know, and you, and as you say that, I have to tell you that I live in an RV park here uh, now for five years uh, here in Florida, and we have a next door neighbor uh, that comes in every uh, like December and stays through like April, and they have come and gone. But just yesterday, he came back and said, well, his wife would be here that she's now in her last stages of chemo from uh, breast cancer, and they still have the surgery. So she's yet to go through what you're already explaining this morning. Right. And it, yeah, it is so interesting. Everyone's story it certainly is different. Sometimes for myself, it, I found out and two weeks later had that first surgery Whoa. Then had the second surgery within two weeks. Other people do the chemo first. Um, yeah, through, through this, I definitely realized that every, every, every story is different, um, which is hence why I didn't initially do any research. I'm a warrior by nature. So when they told me I had stage one and it was only a, you know, a centimeter and we're getting you in for surgery in two weeks, I just went with the flow and, you know, didn't, didn't overwhelm myself by going on Google and trying to figure <laughs> out how to treat it. I trusted the system. And? Well, you know what? I say that as if I, I would do something differently. I, I really trust. I had obviously an oncologist for chemo as well as radiation, my surgeon, my uh, family doctor. I, I can't say enough about their support through all of this. I just know that what I would have what I would have changed is reading labels, realizing the importance of the toxins in the household products. Um, again, not claiming that caused my cancer, but there are clear links, medical reports, documentaries that have proven that other people have gotten, whether it's cancer, lung disease, asthma's breathing disorders. So that's what I would have changed. Um, now, Jennifer, it, Jennifer, as you're talking about this, if folks have listened to the podcast or know a little bit of my history, there's a, a, a commonality that you don't know here. I have COPD. Correct. Yes, and I remember the you reason, saying that. <laughs> the reason I have that is because of cleaning chemicals, basically a floor stripper that I used in my 20s that gave me chronic asthma. It took me 15 years before we diagnosed it as that. It moved them from chronic asthma to COPD, and it was the cleaning chemicals. And so I was teaching people green cleaning or healthy cleaning, if you will, long before it was termed that because of what I was going through with the chemicals and everything. And so my career has been evolved around reading the chemical labels, which nobody does. No, especially, I mean, when, when that's your line of work and that's, that's how you're bringing in the money, you, you're just using the products and, and getting the job done. Right. And yeah, you don't take, you don't take time to actually read. I, I saw something just the other day that said that, you know, it was a picture of a kid with a, 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 a box of cereal in front of him. He said, before the 
current age, we read the labels on, we read the, the back of the box. Right. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, seriously, who takes the time to read what is written on the box on the back side? We read the front side, the advertisement, the thing that gets yeah. us to buy it. And That's then we go on to see, right? <laughs> right. Not what you should actually read. I mean, it'd be interesting if they just turned all the boxes on the shelf around backwards. So we read that first. Well, and also make it a little bigger because I, I, I know now, you know, I, I need reading glasses and half the time I, I don't have them at the, at the grocery store or when I'm buying products. And yeah, that important detail, as you say, that's on the back of the packaging, we can barely see. So it's, uh, yeah, it's made me realize it's, it's opened my eyes to many things. And I have gotten reading glasses <laughs> since learning all of this. <laughs> yes, as we age, we, we realize that we need that more. But what you're saying is you learned something after it made you. So I'm curious. What was it? Yes. Yeah, so my the first introduction or uh, when I started talking to people was the lung study. It was back in 2018. It was a 20 year uh, study over 13 uh, companies were involved in it. And essentially they were looking at roughly, let's say, 6,300 6, male and females over that 20-year period using a variety of spray and lotion-type cleaners. And what it showed is, you know, assuming that you clean once a week, that was equivalent to smoking one pack a day. Whoa. So I, per, I don't have uh, COD like yourself or lung disease, but that was enough of, oh, my goodness, you know, mm -hmm. and as – being a mom, um, I would put my gloves on and open the window if some of the cleaners were stronger and think, oh, I, you know, I'm doing okay. Not thinking of what I was breathing in or the fact that it takes 26 seconds for whatever is in the air. So whether it's cleaning, whether it's a candle, whether it's the perfume we put on to actually get into our bloodstream. So that's 26 seconds, 26 folks. seconds. So when I learned that, that was, whoa, that was the real eye-opener. Um, I, I personally have used natural skincare products because it went on my skin. I want to look youthful. Um, but it, it is these other products that we use daily that, um, yeah, that that's certainly, whether it, again, not claiming it caused the cancer, but whether it did or did not, they are toxic and they are getting into the bloodstream. So and, why and, use them? Jennifer, you, and, and you have kids as well, right? I do. Yes, I do. I've got a 13-year-old and a 15-year-old, two boys. And this and, and you had them prior to this cancer, I'm assuming? I yes. did. Yes, <laughs> I did. You know, which, was, which is interesting as you bring this up, Jennifer. I had a conversation with another one of the residents here and we were, we were talking about this subject of toxins in the body. And, you know, back in my earlier days of all of this, uh, it, this issue, I was doing the research and it was talking about the amount of toxins that an unborn child has um, in their body in the thirties compared to women that are giving birth today, that a child comes into the world with how many toxins? Have you seen that research? I have not, but I would love for you to share that with me because, yeah, that I, I'm sure I would be astonished at what the results are. 
Yes, it is frightening. And, and I think this is back to what you started with our show this morning is, you know, until we start doing the research, we don't know. What would we do if we really knew some of these things? Well, it, like myself, once I learned, I decided to detox the entire home. I, I truly <laughs> did not want that fourth diagnosis. And I looked at every product in my medicine cabinet, in my bathroom, in my kitchen, and I got rid of them. That, that was my, you know, personal choice. It was pretty drastic with, but so was, <laughs> so was getting three tumors within 11 months. Well, I was going to say, that's a little personal there, uh, Jennifer. <laughs> you know, yes. I would, I would say, you know, I had heart surgery two years ago and I guarantee you after you go through these, th these things, you, you just pay attention. Absolutely. Absolutely. And you know what? I'm a firm believer things happen for a reason at mm -hmm. no point through, you know, through my 18 months of treatment was I, why me? And I'm so healthy and I eat never like that. I just, I, I think between getting that third diagnosis and again, that was the real heart, heart cruncher and the pandemic, to be honest with you, because I would have just gone back to regular work, but oh, I yeah. lost my incomes due mm -hmm. to the pandemic. So that gave me time to, to delve in and research a little more and talk with holistic healers and so forth. So it opened up this passion project and opened up my eyes, so to speak. So, so, so actually, I mean, if I, I hate to say it this way, but the pandemic actually helped you out in this case. You know what? 100% because I would have been continuing to use all of the products that I was. Again, I had natural skincare, but my, you know, all everything else that we use daily, which is really more important, um, <laughs> that that wouldn't have changed. It truly wouldn't have. I would have gone back to my career coaching and teaching classes and had my surgery. But um, now, now isn't, that, isn't that interesting? You know, you, you know, you've heard so many people here, folks on the podcast over the last year and a half, talk about all the negatives of the, the, of the, the pandemic, but here's Jennifer this morning talking about the positive, what there's always a positive to look at. Is there not? There is. And you know what? I, I never would have met you. I never would have had this opportunity to speak to your audience uh, because it wouldn't have been something that I was even on my radar. Yeah, you would have just went through the surgeries and everything, went about life and not been able to talk about it. But now we're here, we're talking about chemicals and reading labels. You know, I've always said, if you go to the uh, shelf under the kitchen sink and you pick up the chemical bottle and there's a ring in the wood, should you really have it? <laughs> so true. Or what about when you're cleaning the oven and you, it is so strong when you do that. Now, granted, you don't do it often, but when you do, you need to open the windows. Like it is, you're just, it feels like you're going through smoke, the, what you're breathing in. Right. And that, if you have to open the windows with any product, what is that telling you? Well, and it took longer than 26 seconds to clean that oven. Oh, it sure did. Yes, it sure did. <laughs> I don't care how good that chemical was or how strong it stunk, it still took... And, and so what you're saying is your family had to do some adjustment along with you. They did. Yes. And it, it, it's quite cute. So this would have been the first Christmas where I, I was using these new products and in my, oh my. in my son's stockings were all of these <laughs> toxic free deodorants and colognes. And uh, I mean, fortunately they, they do like them, but it, I am teased all the time. Um, and yeah, just on, well, look at these products that we're now using that, uh, 
you know, don't don't have all the chemicals in them, don't have the the scents. And if they do, it's it's not, you know, natural scents or infused by essential oils. So, yeah, our household has certainly changed. <laughs> you know, it, it, it my my head's just spinning with all kinds of questions right now. I'm thinking about, you know, OK, so who in the family had the hardest time making the adjustment? It wasn't you. No, it was not me because my once I learned this information and listen, it's a continual learning thing. I, I just watched it, you know, six months ago, a documentary on uh, toxic beauty, which is more the beauty products that we use. So I, I'm learning as I go and I'm, you know, tenfold ready to take this on. It, my husband, it took a little bit longer and throwing out things. We we are kind of a thrifty family. So when I showed him the pile of stuff that we're throwing out, we need to replace. He, you know, I, I don't mean he wasn't on board, but his first reaction was okay, some money. <laughs> um, yeah, well, no, I was just thinking about the, you know, the first thing of course is all the dollars that you're just throwing out the door all of a sudden. I, I'm, I'm assuming it was all of a sudden. You know what, for, for myself, it, it truly was. It was, oh my goodness, I'm, it, you know, if again, if you, that day when I learned the uh, lung study <clears throat> results, I, <laughs> again, we were in COVID, so I wasn't doing much, but I went through all my cupboards <laughs> that day. <clears throat> so well, I could, I could just see this, you know, we got COVID, I can't go anywhere, so I have nothing to do, and I'm just going to clear out everything. What did you start using? So, I mean, I, again, I had some natural products. I am, I, I personally love essential oils. So I was, you know, playing around with a few essential oils for cleaning supplies. Um, however, I, in the research and, and networking and so forth, I learned of a wellness company that that's, that's exactly how they were created. It was 36 years ago. They wanted safe toxin-free products household products, things that we use daily. And fortunately, they are affordable because that's that's the other thing. Yeah. And as you said, as I'm throwing out all of this and we have to replace it, ding, 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 the, you know, the dollar figures are coming in. So to be able to partner with this company that has affordable household products that work, I mean, again, that's, that's key. Um, that's how I was able to slowly transition and buy those products um, and, and, and replenish. I mean, I didn't have to, you know, get a lot of hair or beauty, makeup products right away because we weren't going anywhere. But I, I was able to slowly, <laughs> slowly um, get my supply back and play and, and just feel better that these products are going to be toxin free and, and safer for myself and my family. You know, it's interesting, as you say this, Jennifer, um, you know, my passions have, I won't say changed, but they have accelerated and fine-tuned since my heart surgery. Um, like you, you know certain things. You don't know certain things. You pay attention once that something has happened to you physically. The commitment on your part, it's interesting how some people just go back to life as it was. As you said, you probably would have. I honestly probably would have. If I didn't have that third, third diagnosis and the pandemic, I, I mean, I, tr I truly believe that. You know, we, we do speak here to the commercial cleaning industry. So one of the things in the commercial cleaning industry is we can't look at the, the holistic um, cleaning products as we can at home. But, you know, I still tell people, even though we're, you know, we have to use 
chemicals that are made for uh, commercial cleaning, there are better choices and best choices. And one of the things that I find extremely interesting, Jennifer, is when it comes to cleaning is why do we have to have all of the chemistry when we can add a microfiber that does the scrubbing? And I, I, I think it's interesting, as I've talked to people in your situation and mine, how all of a sudden elbow grease becomes something we can use again. <laughs> right. That, yeah, that, that's a very good point. You know, just a little bit more agitation, take a little bit more time. We've got into such a convenient world of using chemistry to do everything for us that, as you said, we don't do the research and learn what it is doing to us slowly. And I think that's one thing is in the cleaning industry, we just don't realize what we're doing to ourselves. Absolutely. And I mean, that that's a whole other topic, but certainly my frustration is that 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 these products are allowed to be on the market in the first place. Um, I, I it just it's beyond me. So, I, I mean, I can't handle all the battles in the world, but that that is something where I, I you know, I think it, they, they simply should not be allowed to be on the market <laughs> if, if they if there's any links or, you know, if, if they are that dangerous, why, why are they available for everyday use? Because the people keep demanding it because it's a supply and demand thing. It if is. We, if it we is. don't purchase them, there's no reason for the manufacturers to, to, to make them. But how do you change the world? Well, one, you know what? You and I doing what, what, what we're doing now, educating people. I mean, we do not have to have these abrasive uh, chlorines and, and strong chemicals to do the job, whether it's cleaning or in our shampoos. We don't need those bubbles and lathers. We need to re-educate people so that they know some of the, you know, they, they just need to be more, more aware. And I think doing podcasts like that, me reaching out in, in my networking groups, we can't change the world, but one step at a time, we can, we can reach more people each and every day. So you've changed your family um, and I imagine that your family is spreading the word, I'm assuming. Yes, they are. And you know what, as, as many people as I can talk to, I mean, you start with the, the, you know, your comfort zone, your friends and family, and it's not to scare them. It's just so that they can be aware. Because if I knew what I knew, you know, learned in the last year, I would have made changes. So you, you can't force people what to do, but if, if they were at least aware um, they can start making those changes and then getting on platforms like this or guest speaking events or, you know, then expanding the network and just telling as many people as I can. So I'm, I'm assuming a whole new career has opened up here. Well, it's certainly, <laughs> I mean, it, it has because it's something that I'm so passionate about and I, you know, it's, it's not just the cleaning products. It's not just the beauty products. It is that the everyday products, um, you know, I'm with being in the fitness industry, people using nutrition and, and protein powders and, and energy drinks and so forth. A lot of those are crap and not good for you either. They've got preservatives and additives and have all sorts of side effects. So, uh, you know, reaching out to people again, read those labels, what are in them? Um, I mean, I preach all the time with our food labels, try to, you know, reduce your refined sugars and processed foods. Now my focus is more on 
everyday everyday products. So you know, weight weight management products or um, you know baby products. So there, there's just so many things that people, as you say, supply and demand. You just go to the store and buy what what you grew up buying with or or so forth. But it read those labels. Read those labels. Know that there's healthier options out there that are natural, that are safe, and that will do the job. You know, what I found, Jennifer, after, you know, once I was going through my heart surgery, the the surgeon, you know, before and after, you know, as, as you are aware, uh, comes and gives you all of the stuff that could happen during surgery. And then afterwards comes in and says, okay, so now you went through it. Now this is what you need to do. And you know, he said, like you, he said, you're exercising, you're not grossly overweight, you, you know, uh, by listening to what you say you've been doing, you need to continue to do it, just do it with a little bit more passion. Correct. <laughs> that sounds about right. <laughs> and, 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 it, and it was, and it was like, you know, an affirmation, because he said, you know, your heart issues are things that you couldn't control, they were going to be my, you know, all of my, the men in my family have had heart issues, uh, every single one of them, you know, way back past my grandpa. Uh, he said it was hereditary. That's going to happen, that you were born with it. And I think that's the interesting correlation between what we start life at with today as toxins in our body, where we start. Uh, we're already born with these toxins and we just keep building them. And I tell people all the time in my classes, speaking of education, is you know, everything you do all day long is about your health, the home you have, the refrigerator, you know, you, you have everything. And what we've kind of learned is we do less of things and can buy better quality things, which doesn't mean that our budget has went up. We just don't buy as much of the stuff we shouldn't have been buying all along that we thought was cheap. Well, you know what? And absolutely. And in relation specifically to cleaning products, which again was your world, um, when we buy, let's say Windex and is what we use in, in Canada to clean the windows or Clorox or whatever, a lot of those products are 80% water. So we're essentially oh, paying yes. 80% water, the 20% whatever chemical or whatever the, the solution is that to clean where again, it's it's not that I'm the expert, but from what I, you know, learning and looking at the natural products, they are super, super concentrated. So you're buying them, they are still working, but you add the water at home. <laughs> they can, you know, the, the products that I use, you're not, you're, we all have water at home, hopefully. <laughs> and um, they're super, super concentrated. So you're not using as much and they last longer. And so, quite frankly, they, they're going to be cheaper than the other products that you go through a lot more because, you know, to, to get them three, clean with the 80% water, you need to use more. You know, what's interesting, as you say that, uh, I've been in the cleaning industry 50 years now, and I had the opportunity. The, the one thing about the clean, commercial cleaning industry, Jennifer, we get into every building, every building on the planet we get into. And, and as such, I was in a factory that actually packaged laundry soap. You know, the boxes that you buy on the shelf for cleaning your clothes at home. Right. And it was astonishing to me that got me to wake up to this was how much what they call pot ash that they put into a box of chemical 
for fillers to make it look like people are getting something. <laughs> right. Oh, don't get me started with fillers and additives. You're you're absolutely right. I mean, you you, you know, and, and so you know that is that kind of woke me up to the fact of wait a minute. So I'm buying something just to make me feel good. <laughs> right. <laughs> and that comes maybe back to the marketing, right? What we discussed first on the front of packaging, the the bright colors or the, the big things that they want us to see. Um, it, but is that is that really the important thing and what we should be looking at? Well, and, and this goes back to why are you buying the product that you're buying? Well, for myself, you know, I grew up and when I had my own home, I just bought what my parents bought. <laughs> Usually, I mean, that's how it started. <laughs> and then now as, you know, if friends were, were using a product that worked and so forth, it, you know, you kind of use that uh, referral um, based, what, what, what are you using? And as I now know what I know, I'm the advocate. I'm the one searching out those those products that are affordable, that are clean, that are safe. Um, so yeah, the, the things have changed because of of the experience and uh, what I'm learning. So quite possibly, as your kids grow up and then they learn, and then they they're going to follow a different path than you have. I hope not. I actually hope they follow my path and and continue using these uh, products that are safer. Uh, but who knows? Maybe maybe when they're I mean, it, I, I'm hoping when they are they have their own households that the products on the market are going to be safer. Could be it could be a far off dream. I, I could <laughs> I am an optimist, but uh, that that would be my hope that is slowly. Well, there's. You know, Go There's ahead. nothing wrong with being an optimist. I mean, you know, the, the three words on our show here this morning is healthy, positive, and proactive. I mean, you're hitting all of them on cylinders, man. Oh, I love it. I love it. <laughs> I mean, you, you know, and I think that's the whole reason that we have the podcast and that we've been able to now reach our sixth season is because uh, people are hearing the message. And as you said, Jennifer, if it wasn't for you and I talking for the hundreds of speakers that have come on our podcast, uh, the message wouldn't be, and we're not the only ones. I mean, we're just one in fractions of thousands of people, but the cleaning industry by and large doesn't talk. We're just doers. And it goes back to what you said this morning, you were just doing, but now you're listening and now you're an activist. Did you ever think of yourself as an activist? I didn't. I, I, I honestly didn't. I, I do call myself a, uh, a health advocate, you know, so not just listening to the doctor, you have to be your own advocate, but um, I love, I like, I think I like that activate word. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I have to agree with you, Jennifer, you know, I never, uh, you know, all along I, I've been one that wanted to inspire people to be healthy. And I tried to do as much as I could. And then all of a sudden the word green cleaning came up and I go, oh, so that's what I've been doing. Well, let me follow that along. And then I come to realize, you know what? There were some people that were mismarketing green cleaning. It was just a moneymaker to them. Absolutely. I 100%. And I, again, you would have known that I wasn't looking at the labels. You just see green or you hear, you see organic or even foods when you, you see gluten-free and 
you know, if, if you sit back, you're like, this this product never had gluten in it. So the fact that it's now gluten-free advertises that, but it's, it all comes back to the, the advertising and the marketing. And um, yeah, people just need to be a little, uh, just think a little bit more. And that, again, I'm reiterating the importance of just educating so that people know what to look out for and, and not just the flashy marketing that marketers want us to see. Now, you know, as you say that, Jennifer, you know, you and I still have a challenge here because as we're seeming to folks, I know that some of you listening are going, okay, they're just bashing the marketers. Yes, but we have to market our product now because our product now is our passion to let people know that their choices and they need to be more proactive in making their own decision about the choice rather than just following the group. So we've got to market our own product now too. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and that's what we're doing. We're just educating. We're, I'm not forcing, I'm not trying to scare people. I just, I want them to know um, what I've learned and that then they can make their own choices. Right. But you're, but you're, but you're right. As you said this morning, as I've done this and got more and more away from the everyday a laborious challenge of cleaning, you know, the commercial buildings and, and being entwined in that and have moved uh, here in my latter years of, of my life to education and knowledge that, you know, it, it's, it's a transformation that usually by most of the people that come on the podcast, there's a personal story attached to it. Yeah, I, I bet that is the case. And it's just, it, it's, it's terrible that we are in such a reactive society where something has to happen before we wake up. I agree. But sadly, that is exactly what had to happen to me. So <laughs> I wish, I wish I was more uh, proactive, but uh, at least I'm now making the steps. <laughs> Better late than let never, correct? Well, I, absolutely. You know, there's a reason we're still on the planet today, is there not? <laughs> That's right. So, um, what's the what's the challenges for Jennifer in twenty two? I gotta ask. You know what I, I I would say. Well, one, I I hope that I just continue to to stay cancer free and uh, keep my my health on track. Um, continuing to have the opportunity to you know educate others. Um, and I'm, I'm going to continue to research as well, just to uh, things change all the time and just to make sure that I'm abreast on the, the latest and best and, and make sure that I'm using the best products. I mean, right now I feel like I've got a good handle on things, but, uh, it, you know, who, who, who knows? And just continuing to, to realize that um, we need to take control and not just follow suit with whether it's our parents and so forth and, and just be, be educated and, re, and read those labels. Folks, I got to tell you, we are sponsored today by Gym Supply. They are a supplier here in Central Florida of cleaning goods that saves lives. Um, you know, I think the interesting thing is, is as you said today, Jennifer, is we, we have always just followed along. And are you going to change things that are manufactured only by our own actions is, is what I believe, you know, and thus the reason why we have the Academy of Cleaning Excellence, you know, we're not trying to teach people how to continue to do what they've been doing. 
And what's so interesting, as you've talked this morning, you know, so many people think that, oh, well, you're just going to talk about the same old thing that somebody else did. It's, it's hard to stand out in a world of complacency. Yeah, that's a, that's a good, very good point. Because everybody just wants to make a general assumption that what you're going to talk about is the same old thing, the same old rhetoric that they've heard before. But yet our messages here this morning, folks, are attached to personal stories. And what we're trying to tell you is don't wait until you have to have a personal story like ours to talk about to make you do something. Um, Look under that shelf. Find out if there's a ring in the wood and ask yourself, you know, these things do start at home. If you're in the commercial cleaning industry, folks, take a listen to what Jennifer's saying this morning. Um, you, you need to make the choices at home first. And then by those choices, you become an advocate too. And you know what? You can change things. Jennifer, I've got a question for you. Absolutely. I'm ready. What is on your personal bucket list to achieve this year outside of this work-related thing? Uh, you know what? I am hoping we are in a lockdown right now in Ontario. So I am really, really hoping that we can leave this COVID behind us or the pandemic because we want a family trip. And I've got, um, as I mentioned, two boys, one in grade eight and one in grade 10. So there's not going to be many more years that they're going to want to take a trip so that is, it's, it's a personal goal this year that we, we can take a family trip together. And now you're going to have to answer to the folks that are listening. Where's that trip going to be? We are hoping Costa Rica. And we why? Are and then like uh, adventure. So that, 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 that is top on our top on our list. And, and, and why that in all the world that you can go to, what's, what's drawn you there? You know what? We, I think it's, it truly is the adventure. My, my, we don't travel a lot. We have a, a cottage. So on weekends in the summer and, and so forth, we, we go to our Northern cottage on the lake. Uh, so the kids really have not traveled much and they, they remind us that regularly. <laughs> so, <laughs> in the last two years, they don't even get to go to the cottage. <laughs> exactly. We've been lucky to have that cottage, but they don't always see it that way. So <laughs> they, they want to be on a plane. They want to be, um, have access to the ocean. Um, my, my son loves animals and he's hoping to see snakes and crocodiles and so forth. And the adventure side at Costa Rica just seems to give us everything where we can do the zip lining. We can do the, you know, the, the spas and the mud baths, um, there's coffee, there's chocolate, there's, it, it just seems to be, give us everything that we, that we can, uh, take advantage of all, all within a, a trip, one trip. So <laughs> let's hope fingers are crossed. Okay, so here's the second part of that question. And where were you born? I was born in Ontario, Toronto, Ontario. Now, now, folks, here at the end of our podcast this morning, you're probably asking, why in the world did Dave ask these two questions? And here's my point as we wind up this conversation this morning. The journey between Ontario, Canada, where Jennifer was born, and where she wants to go in Costa Rica here in 22 is her life story and what has happened to her during that time makes a difference. But you know, 
how are you going to get to where you want to go if you don't know where you've been and you don't proactively put things in place? Jennifer, I applaud the fact that you're here talking with us today. I, I trust that uh, things are going to go well for you in 22. But you know what I want you to do is I want you to keep in touch with us and let us know if you make it to Costa Rica with the boys. 100%. I would love that. And again, I, I really appreciate this opportunity. It's just been a pleasure talking to you this morning. And folks, uh, how, Jennifer, how can these, how can the folks get in touch with you? Now, I know that we'll put everything in the, in the podcast notes, but as people, as we talked this morning, people don't read. So, <laughs> yeah, since people don't read labels, they're not probably going to read what we're going to put in, the, in podcast notes. So Jennifer, before we get off the air, while people are still listening, how do they get hold of you and find out more about your passion? Absolutely. So I am on LinkedIn and my name is original. So um, it's Jennifer, but the last name is Smurz, S-M-R-Z. So you can certainly find me there and see my journey and then what I post and so forth. And I also have a website, J-E-N-N-S-M-R-Z dot Wix site, W-I-X-S-I-T-E dot com slash website so you can learn more about me there and uh, reach out i have a calendly link i would love the opportunity to to touch base with any of you and just learn what you're going through your journey and uh, if you have any questions that would be the best way to reach me you've been listening to another episode of beyond clean with ace now in our sixth season Jennifer, it's been a, a great pleasure to have you here on the show. Folks, if you've liked what you've heard from Jennifer, if you've liked our podcast, please share it with other people. That's the way we get this message out. Yes, our website for the Academy is academyofcleaning.com. You can find us also on Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, uh, gosh, Instagram, all of those things out there in the social because we have to market what we do, right? We're trying to make sure that we follow the three words of this podcast, healthy, positive, and proactive. Jennifer, been a great thing having you on the show today. And uh, hey, you're always welcome to come back and talk about more as you learn and go through the journey further. I would love that opportunity. <laughs> Thanks again.